guys can take a seat. Take a seat, everybody. Um, we're going to sing a couple more songs here in a little bit. Um, but let's just give like a, a snap for our band here tonight, guys. Really appreciate you. Um, this is going to be a shorter talk because we figured we're outside and we would uh, rather maybe sing than hear me do a big thing out here. So um, going to be a little bit shorter talk, but still uh, important. And uh, I'm excited to share with you a story that I think will inspire you. So we've been studying uh, the last couple of weeks. We're in a series called Creating a, ne a Next Steps Culture. And um, what, what that means to take a next step with God. Because uh, it might be new to you, but in the Bible, faith is most always described as a walk. Like walking with God. So the idea of actually taking next steps. We all kind of understand what that means, right? Like next steps towards something good or next steps towards a goal that you have. But the idea of taking steps towards God is, is helpful when it comes to each one of our spiritual lives. Because I don't know about you, but I, um, I'm happy where God has me, but I know there's places I want to go. I know that there's depths of relationship with God and certainly joy and experience of who God is that I haven't, ex I haven't felt yet. And I know that I'm still trying to become like Jesus. So the first week that we talked... Um, we talked about the next step of gathering. And you're back again. Well done. Give yourself a little pat on the shoulder, everybody. You did it. You took another step. I just like sincerely want to say thank you for coming back. Because you're taking an intentional step towards God and what he has to say to you. And you will see growth. We will see growth together as we continue to step into gathering to worship and hear what God has to say to us. So uh, last week then, um, we talked about setting our past on fire. That was like, mm, love that language. In order to take the next step into the future with God. Uh, a lot of times, um, we're probably going to have that a time or two, I think, in my talk here. Um, people in their 49cc mopeds riding past here. But um, a lot of times the things in our past can get in the way if we hold on to them uh, of what God has for us in the future. So sometimes we just have to let go of our past and set fire to it in order to step into the future that God has for us. And today, uh, so, so really the, the step that we kind of introduced to you last week was uh, to be a witness. The story of Elisha setting fire to his uh, plowing equipment and every, everything that had to do with his livelihood was a message to his community that he was stepping into the chapter that God had ordained for him and he was leaving the past behind him. Does anybody want that today, right? Is there stuff from your past that some, you think about every day that you just want to not define you anymore and be in flames <laughs> behind you as you take the next step with God? So today, um, I'm going to talk briefly about the next step called grow. So uh, to grow, to spiritually grow, uh, really happens in the context of a relationship. So when you look at the New Testament, when you look at Jesus uh, calling his disciples to come and follow him uh, while he was on earth, to follow Jesus, uh, and Jesus was a rabbi, he was a religious teacher of his day, and normally, you might know this, but normally a rabbi would um, sele select the, f the finest of the finest of disciples, but Jesus found uh, 
I'll just say basic people like you and me. People like you and me who have past that they want to set fire to. People like you and me who have not lived perfect lives and called them, called us, to come and follow him. So the goal of discipleship, uh, which is to be a Christian, is to follow Jesus. And back in Jesus' day, uh, he lived in the desert area. It's a very, very dusty area that he lived in. So there's, there's an idea that to be a disciple of a rabbi was to follow so, your, your rabbi so closely that you'd be covered in their dust. That you'd follow your rabbi so closely that the dust that kicked up from the back of their feet would, would get you dirty on the front as an indicator of uh, how closely you are following your rabbi. So I'm going to park that idea there and I'm going to come back to it in a little bit. We got papers flying all, all over the place. They're not my papers, so I don't care. Uh, we're just, <laughs> just going to let them blow somewhere. Um, but we're going to revisit the story of Elisha and Elijah from last week. This is the next chapter. Do you remember uh, Elijah was the guy who, let's just consider him like the rabbi. He's the mentee. And then uh, Elijah is the mentor. And they were stepping into this discipling relationship where Elisha was essentially following in the footsteps of Elijah. And in fact, uh, this was like one of the first mentoring relationships that we see in the Bible. So there's a lot that we can actually learn from it. And uh, we learn a lot about Elisha's, like I said, I'm going to keep this short, so I'm just going to punch straight into this. But we learn a lot about Elisha's uh, commitment to grow from a story that I'm just going to read for you right now. Uh, It's right at the end of when uh, Elijah is about ready to, to pass from this life. So his, Elisha's mentor is, has taken him to where he can take him. And Elisha's grown under him, but now Elijah is about to take step into uh, leave. Well, you'll, you'll hear the story a little bit, but to leave this earth uh, to go to be with God. So Elisha was committed to following his rabbi, his teacher, um, and I think we can learn from that growth, especially this moment at the very end that, that you'll get to see. So uh, let's go to that verse, actually, Lindsay. So this is in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 1 through, we're going to actually go through 1 through 6. But um, it says this, When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. So last week, remember, he steps, uh, he lights his past on fire, walks away to follow Elijah, there's a bunch of stuff that happened in between now and then. This is the end of their like mentorship thing. So a whole bunch of uh, growth had happened in between then. Uh, so Elisha, verse 2, said, Elijah said to Elisha, stay here. The Lord has sent me to Bethel. So he's wanting him to stay here so that he can go and depart and be with God. But Elisha says, as surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. So Elijah wanted to, to, um, to have Elisha stay back, but Elisha was so uh, passionate about his growth that he said, no, please, let me continue to follow you. Next verse. The company of prophets at Bethel came down to Elisha and asked, do you know that the Lord is going to take your master today? So they're telling him, like, hey, your life's about to change. Things are about to get hard because the person whom you follow, who you depend on your growth, essentially, from is about to go. So things are about to get rough. Yes, I know, Elisha says, so be quiet. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) He's like, I know I'm about to be alone and it might get hard. 
and my growth is about to get more difficult. Verse 4 says, Then Elijah, Elijah said to him, Stay here. So a second time, Elijah saying this, Stay here, Elisha. The Lord has sent me to Jericho. And he replied, As surely as the Lord lives. I love that phrase. It's in the Bible often. But it says, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. Next verse. The company of prophets. Again, the same group of people. <laughs> uh, at Jericho, went up to Elisha and asked him, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? Yes, I know, he replied. So be quiet. Shut up. <laughs> Things are going to get hard. If you want to grow, it's going to be difficult. Verse 6. Then Elisha said, Elijah said to him, Stay here, third time. The Lord has sent me to, Jor to the Jordan, my favorite river. Uh, and he replied, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. And then I think the naysayers came one more time. So three times, Elisha was told to stay behind. Three times, he was reminded that his mentor was about to leave and things were about to get rough. So this journey, just think of this story as like a metaphor for your like walk with God. There are challenges that you're going to face and losses that you might have that are going to make the voices in your life want to challenge you to stop taking steps forward to stop pursuing your growth with God. And things were going to get really hard. Three times Elisha had to tell the people to shut up. He was convinced that he needed to follow his mentor all the way till the end in order to grow. So Elisha refused to just stay behind and stop growing. He knew that God had more, that the story was meant to continue. Remember, he left his, his past behind him in flames, so what do I have to go back to? He's committed to following God into the next chapter, and he was willing to stay put, or even worse, go back. So he had committed to following his mentor so closely that I like to imagine that Elijah got a little dusty. That he was so close to Elijah that just like the disciples of Jesus would have been committed to that same sort of thing that in order to grow they had to get dusty so I think we kind of are in that same sort of situation this here is dust and if we want to grow we got to be willing to get close enough to somebody in our life to somebody who's following Jesus for sure somebody that can show us who Jesus is if you want to grow you have to be willing to get dirty. Spiritual growth is not this clean, easy shot straight upwards. It's kind of more like following somebody close enough so that you can be covered in their dust. We need to follow somebody. So grow. What does it mean to grow spiritually grow? I think... It means to follow somebody who is following Jesus. I think it means to find somebody. And we have a lot of dusty people here today. We have a lot of dusty people in Wyoming Harbor who are following Jesus really, really closely. And if you're finding yourself in a place right now where you know you want to grow closer to Jesus, but you just don't know how, 
here's the invitation today. Find someone who you can emulate your life after and try to be like. I've done that ever since I was a little boy. I've tried to be like my mom <laughs> in many, many ways. And God continually provides me in my life with somebody who I can get close to that I can be covered in the dust of, who I know are walking close to Jesus. So the invitation to everybody here today is, in your life, don't settle. Don't settle with the, the prophets that were telling Elisha he needs to stay put and that you've, you've gone as far as you can go. Let me remind you again, there is a version of you that's ahead of you that you have no idea what it looks like and it will blow your mind if you're willing to continue to grow. We're all in that position. But what it takes, yes, is studying the Bible. Yes, is doing all the things that you think you might need to grow. But the most important thing is to find a relationship and to find people. And so the invitation today is to take a brave step, to have an awkward conversation with somebody, to say, I don't know what this means, but I feel like I'm supposed to learn from you. You know how much of an honor that would be for somebody for you to ask them that question? And I guarantee you this group sitting here, if you're on the, the asking side of that question, you're giving someone an honor to get to help you come to know Jesus more. Our mission statement is to help people find their way back to God. And how about during the series, we just add the phrase step-by-step step to the end of that? Because it's not a straight shot. It's a dirty, dirty journey. But that's what it looks like to grow closer to God. So I want to just invite you to ask and be willing to mentor somebody. Be willing, be willing to just say, yes, I want to help you grow. I don't know what that looks like, but let's just keep, let's just keep being together. And then as a community, let's, let's keep exploring what it actually looks like together to walk closer to God and then to be good news to Wyoming. So that is my short talk. The invitation to all of us is to, to don't settle with the peak of what you think it means to be a follower of Jesus because there's more adventure ahead of you than you have, than any one of us have a clue. I truly believe that for myself included. And then the invitation is to find somebody. And you got a great group of people here. Maybe somebody that you'll eat some dinner with in, in a second. You could ask if you could follow them and get covered in their dust. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the, um, the model that you left, that you, you didn't pick superhero people to be your closest followers. You, you found people with stories who thought they weren't good enough. You found people that um, maybe felt like there's absolutely nothing that they could do to become closer to you, but you invited them to come and follow you and get dirty with your dust, to, to be so close to you that we would feel the movement of your feet in our lives. So for everybody here, Lord, and for everybody that might be online uh, wondering what's next for them, I pray that you send them a person, a relationship, a friend, a mentor, somebody that might be just a couple steps ahead in the journey that can help them take the next step with you as we all pursue growth with you, our good, good God. It's in your name we pray. Amen.